This is dedicated to my father, the late great Ernest Lee Davis. like to welcome you to We Are Something Else. I am your special guest for the night, Sean Xavier. You want to have a good time? It's the finale. Yeah. On my last day, will they even really notice? But will they say that I gave them everything in my own way? Or that my focus turned maybe to a mainstay I fed the city that I love from my own plate Leftovers heated up that I never ate A couple deals fell apart on a handshake When the vision got bigger than the namesake Yeah, I never tried to be another great My stimulation led the visions of a darker fate I'm still that light-skinned nigga with my own tape I got my own crown, try to emulate Soundtrack for the real, let's deliberate I got a little time to kill in my mental state I'm meant to be, if anything, just a little late so here's another for your keepsakes, X. Let's go, guys. It's your boy, Sean Xavier. VA raised. One, one. Miss you, Pops. I'm going to switch it up real quick, though. Yeah. Yeah. My daddy told me, be what you want to be. Your word is your bond just to set you free. That's enemies. I myself and me's, you can open the door, don't forget your keys, stay true to yourself, you can do it ease, it's cold when you're lonely, but don't you ever freeze, stay blessed to yourself if they ever sneeze, be one in your thoughts and not one to please, but it's probably time that I grow up, a couple more years, the reaper might pull up and catch me on 2k while niggas play crude up, I hope he don't sway me cause yeah, I'm gonna throw up, these lines are me, get the drama me, since 005, my opening scene, Another, no other, like what I mean. So true to myself, it was all a dream. Yeah. Sean Xavier. Be great. Yeah.
All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else. What up, what up? Episode 80, another time. And we want to give a shout out to our special guest tonight, Sean Xavier. What's happening? What's happening? Yo, 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 what a way to bring us in, man. That was that was awesome. Yeah, man, I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to dust off the chops, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> that that rush of feeling was uh was real. I said, like, all right, let's let's go. But hey. Hey, now nah, look, you got you got through it, man. The, the lighting was good and sound was at least to me the sound was good. Um, cool, cool, cool. And there's more of that coming tonight. Um, Sean is joining us for episode eighty, fellas. Like, look, it feels like we were just at seventy, <laughs> sixty. I mean, this has been. been I'm gonna crazy about this though. It's like being episode eighty, right? Like, I was born in eighty, so this was like perfect timing. So. Well, sir- <laughs> so Ooh, it works. And like this tonight's gonna be our, our concert series. We second edition of our concert series. We did one a while back with Mr. MarcusYoung.com. He blessed us. And tonight Sean is in here tonight and he's gonna be uh promoting and performing stuff from his new project. Uh XIX. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh for that, fellas, what's up? Yeah, what's good, man? Are we coming up on a like a three-year anniversary or something two-year yeah. anniversary so it's a, we started around this time it's three years wow yeah i think in february i got i gotta look at the, the date but yeah it's in february when you started naming the numbers of the shows i was like wait a minute we're coming up on our anniversary soon so yeah you know um but yeah i'm i'm, I'm here i'm making it you know what i'm saying trying to make the best of things um and we we put we talked about it last week we put out that um that mix uh got a lot of crazy feedback and that's been super energizing so i appreciate everybody for, for tuning in for that like you know it, it i'm just grateful man yeah we're, so georgetown waterfront did come out we were talking about that yep. um where can we find it at? uh it is on mixcloud um it is we're distributing it through uh charged with sedition that stereo face um mix series so this this first edition is going through that um check my link check the link in my bio on ig um i post it on facebook and twitter so as long as you search georgetown waterfront you should be able to find it dope 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 he was good man i i listen man i just logged off from work bro (laughs) i'm happy just to kind of you know use this as the wind down you dig uh it's just been a crazy week man you know this that that new year is kind of getting back into the swing of things when folks been out for two weeks and now they want you to do every everything and under the sun just trying to maintain and not flip over tables you know because then i just gotta clean the shit up afterwards so you know just to, like, <laughs> i figured you were still busy i didn't get that text message with uh with appropriate graphic for i you know evening. what the thing was is if you look at the Look at the the schedule you sent. I didn't see it on there, so that's why I didn't send it. I mean, but you know, that's always whatever. Well, if you got one, we'll do it. Just let me know. Uh, CB, what's good, man? Hey, uh, looking forward to tonight. Tonight should be fun. Um, but you know, we've just had you know, it's another another week, another set of wild things going on uh, in the sports world and in the regular world in general. So oh, you know, man. it's crazy. Right. And when we're, we're like a week, not even a week, we're, we're getting closer to, I saw the moving truck in the boxes uh, 
on the online on uh, social media today. So they have arrived at the at the White House. They're kind of the making their way around the socials. I was telling, I was saying that I think his, his stuff will get packed up and, and out, but I think he's staying. He ain't, he's not going anywhere. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, let's get to, exactly. Let's get to it. Let's wrap. So, first first story up is um, presidential medal of what freedom or honor? Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. Prestigious award that's given out by the president. Uh, normally, is it is it annually or is it towards the end of their term when when they normally do it? I don't know. I like anytime during their term. Yeah, I think okay. it's like anytime they can award these things. So, um, story came out that Bill Belichick had been uh, nominated and was going to receive uh, the award from his friend, uh, Donald Trump. And they've been friends for, for ages. And the, the stories that I read was it was quiet for a while. No one knew what Bill was going to do. Everyone just assumed that he was going to you know, maybe take it, but just get it, you know, mailed to him or whatever. He wouldn't do it in person, but came out that he denied or turned down receiving the award, uh, which I think, and he said because of stuff that happened at the Capitol prior, you know, a week ago, it was just wasn't something he could do. And I think that we have to, I mean, I look, I, I thought that's, that's a big move. You know, we see Bill Belichick as the coach more so most of the time. And we see as a the person. I mean, every time we see him, this guy, he's got like a cutoff hoodie or whatever, and he's winning the Super Bowl or whatever he is. You don't get to see the man outside of that. And I think that it took guts or, you know, just balls for real, just to turn down that big award. And it may happen to be that Biden would end up still offering it to him because he turned it down. But I think that that was a big move. Uh, let's go around. What do you guys feel about that? I'll be devil's advocate and I'll say it's bullshit. I'm with okay. you. Okay. I mean, I, I put it to you like this. I had a conversation with my bro about it. Um, regardless of not if he if he accepted it or not, we know that that's his homeboy, right? We know that he rocks with him. He funded, you know what I'm saying, his 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 path to to get into the White House. Um, look at the just look at the uh the events or look at the the story more so around it. Craft had to start kind of leaning towards more of the black people to help him out because guess what? He was leaning with Meek Mill all of a sudden and, you know, police reform. Because if you look at how your political movement is, that don't line up with what your players that play for you rock with when you got more black players than you do white players on the team that clearly everybody, you know, the Patriots, come on now, we can go deeper into this, right? But it is what it is. Say this though, even if he accepted it, I don't think we'd be we would still be having this conversation as if, oh well, he accepted it because that's just him identifying that his friend wanted to give him something of honor, regardless of if he did not rock with him or not. I think it's more of a move as far as coaching, as far as you know, the team is considered. You take that, Cam's not going back, whoever else plays on that team that's worth anything. They're not showing up to, to that or at trading, bottom line. So I think it was more of a – it was a calculated move regardless because if he didn't say nothing, then it would have gone – we wouldn't be talking about it. But the simple fact is he did it 
for a reason outside of Kraft, who also had a situation that went away because he got some money. <laughs> like, you know, it's nah, I ain't, I ain't buying it. Okay. Yeah, I think that uh, it definitely like definitely feels the way that he's describing it. You know what I mean? Um, I think that it's kind of like if we think back to months ago when Drew Brees had made a comment in an interview, you know, about, you know, not protesting during the flag and all that kind of stuff. And you saw actually the blowback that he got from the best players on the team, you know, who are African-American. And he realized that he actually needed to check himself and be like, okay, well, if I am supposed to be going, you know, into these games each weekend with these guys, if I want, you know, them to trust me, you know, I gotta, I gotta actually expand my, uh, my viewpoint here. And, you know, for Bill, this is definitely somewhat of a business decision in the same ilk. You know what I mean? I think that, um, the, the players now, as we've talked about in the NFL, even though they don't have as big of a voice as maybe some of the other, uh, athletes out there doing their respective sports, just because of the platforms, you know, the, the players are becoming more vocal and they're, they're actually being given more of a platform now. So, you know, it is one of those things where it could, actually start, you know, it can actually start affecting the bottom line from the owner standpoint in kind of the opposite way that they've always approached it. They've always approached it being like, oh, well, people are going to be upset about people, you know, kneeling for the anthem when it's like, nah, man, people are actually upset about, you know, you pe people being racist and shit. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. You don't get no credit for... <laughs> <laughs> or after insurrection, sedition, and people dying. You don't get any credit for standing after everyone has already said this was wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. You're okay. Wrong with the flow, man. You don't get any credit for that. And now, oh, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. Go, my bad. I've been waiting since high school, AP government, 11th grade, to use the word insurrection. You say, <laughs> Almost, what, almost 30 years, and it finally, well, a little less than that. So, uh, you know, whatever. As far as the whole presidential, um, uh, you know, freedom, yeah, we, I ain't got no words on that because we already know what that is. Right, right. I think that holds not on that. I think that he was, he just gave, I mean, Tiger Woods is getting it too, getting it as well. Like, there's the list of people I saw that was getting it. I'm like, all personal close friends, like, nothing impactful. I don't think that. It hits different than when you saw Obama give his away. You had Ellen up there, Michael Jordan. I mean, Tom Hanks. I mean, there was a variety of people in that in those classes when he gave his out. Um, yeah, I think this is more so. Hey, I'm gonna give you this. Will you still be my friend? Kind of thing. So. Yeah, <laughs> he's losing friends left and right. Exactly. And now this. Uh, so yesterday, um, I don't know who put it in the chat. Was that UE? I think E had put it in the chat, you know, uh, Harden to the Nets. And it had been rumors for a while, right before Christmas, that, you know, we all knew Harden going into the season wasn't happy and didn't want to go back to the Rockets. So he even showed that showing up looking like um, Mark Henry, as I've seen the meme going around. Um, but he showed up. 
I mean, he was still balling. He just looked like he didn't care. But uh, anyways, so Harden was traded, as you can tell by the graphic, to the Nets yesterday. And I'm the Nets gave away a lot. One person, right? And I, they made a lot of other teams better. On paper, it looks like right now this is going to be, you know, the superstar squad to beat. Um, this is, you know, they, they've already given them championships. On paper, just the way this team looks. But you lost a lot of key players. I think losing Jared Allen was is huge for them. Because now you really don't have a true, true – I mean, you got DeAndre Jordan still there. But you got – it is it doesn't look good on paper with the pieces that they gave up. And right now, one of, one of those three is not even playing. Like, go figure. Kyrie is the one that's still not – I mean, Kyrie has issues everywhere he goes. And now he's – not really a, taking a leave of absence, but he he has to pass COVID protocols, and he doesn't even know when he's coming back. It's just it's a mess, and they don't even have a coach, according to them. They're gonna govern themselves, right? They're gonna look like the the people who tried storm the Capitol. They, they want to govern themselves. They want to they can win the championship battle. So Steve Nash is there on paper. He, his his name is coach, but he he's not gonna be able to control he, these three egos. I don't. I don't think it'll work. Just who who takes the last shot? Whose team is it? I mean, Kevin Durant and and Harden are two different players, but they were in OKC. Harden was coming off the bench in OKC, and it was clearly kind of KD's team. But since then, Harden has won MVP, I believe. Right? Has he won MVP? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's won MVP since then. Yeah. And Kyrie has won a championship. Harden is the only one that doesn't have a ring. <clears throat> we'll go around because we can talk about this forever. I'll let everybody else state their opinion. What I saw, what I saw in that is like uh so they they put together this team. So I seen something they were saying like this is remnants of uh LeBron and Wade and Bosch down in Miami. There's a difference. They actually liked each other, they were actually friends. These three cats, do they even like each other? Like, first of all, I, I think at some point that the Nets is gonna move Kyrie. Like I, I honestly do believe I think they're going to move him. Um, so I can see Kevin Durant and James Harden playing together. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't see them coming out of the East though, because something. First of all, Kevin Durant. I think even though they're playing what an abbreviated season, I think towards the end of the season, I think that even that time off is going to catch up with him. I think you know Achilles injury with a person his size. I think it's just going to catch up along the way. Um, two, there the that mentality that you know where we we've come to known as that Mamba mentality, um, you know late great uh, Kobe Bryant, or even having that mentality, that Jordan mentality. None of these guys got that. Kyrie eh, maybe, but he's, you know, he's up in the cloud somewhere, you know, out there on planet Earth that about to fall off the edge because it's flat. Um, I I just don't see this being good. And on top of that, Steve Nash is just there. He's just a consultant. He's not even a coach. He's just consulting, bro. That's all he's doing. He's they didn't strip him his power already. Um, I don't I don't see this working out. I think he was the safer bet as coach because he's unproven his first job and really just they just need somebody to fill that that spot. Yeah, he just sitting on the bench. He'd hold a clipboard and they write down stuah. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, E C. 
I'll, I'll let CB go because I, I definitely got I got a I got a bombshell for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do uh, what's the term in volleyball? I'll, I'll do the set or whatever. Okay. You, you can you know get ready to spike it down. You know, um, <laughs> I think that and just to to touch on Sean's hot seat podcast just a little bit. You know, gamers with headsets and stuff. The main thing that this affects is two K. The main thing that this affects is two K. Um, you just can't play with the nets in 2K because you can turn off, you know, injuries. You can turn off the stamina and all that stuff. And then the, this team becomes offensively, they're probably unstoppable. Um, but the big thing is, yeah, you have these three guys. It's obviously a win now move. It's a short term move. But when are these dudes ever going to be on the court at the same time? You know what I mean? Like Kyrie, someone made a joke on, uh, it was either, I think it was Twitter, where they were talking about how the Nets went out and found the three token Brooklyn dudes. They found, you know, like just this tall, lanky guy, skinny guy, um, a dude with a beard, and then a dude that's all about like uh, astrology and stuff. They're like, yo, those are the three, the three dudes from Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, I think that offensively, it's super intriguing. And if we're being honest, let's be real. It shouldn't be a question who takes the shot at the end of the game. Like, it really shouldn't be a question. Everything p- should play off a of KD. And if one of these other dudes is open because, you know, they're going to roll coverage over that way, then that's good for them. But let's be honest, KD is one of the greatest scorers on the planet, um, along with these dudes. But he's on he's just on a different level in the Pantheon, as far as I'm concerned. And he's still in his prime. So still coming off the injury like it's still it's one A is KD at the end. And then you can figure out whatever you want to do with, with the other two dudes. Superfly, Superfly. You, go, you, go, you go interrupt before he. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I got, I got, I got the, yeah. I got the drop. So Let he's back clean up. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump in real quick. I mean, I think you know, from a basketball standpoint, you got two ball dominant guards that you just don't have enough, you know, basketballs to go around. Like if Harden was willing to just be a spot up shooter, I think it would work out. But I'm not sure he's has the ability to do that, whereas KD could do that um, and has done it in his career. Uh, the one thing that, you know, is kind of intriguing is that they did have, like, one of the best, like, second teams in the league, and they were, you know what I mean, pretty had a pretty deep bench. So from that standpoint, you know, if you moved one of them to, you know, have more minutes with the second team, they just become a little bit deeper. So that's where the, like, coaching comes into play. But, you know, I also think, that the chemistry doesn't seem like it's going to work out well, given the track record of, you know, Harden and, um, and uh, Kyrie. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm a little skeptical of it, but it's kind of fun also though, just to see just wild shit happen like this. Like you know, <laughs> it just makes it interesting. <laughs> this is like, like, like you saying, this is like on 2k when you author, when you want to put the trade up and it says, do you want to override this and make and put the trade through? This is like one of those moves. Right. And mind you, real quick, they blocked the Chris Paul trade to LA. Right. That trade was blocked. This one went through. Go ahead, D. This, I mean, this could be a whole segment, but like you said, we, we, I'm just going to drop the bomb now. <laughs> Somebody already said it in the comments, but 
my again, I, I got you know, I'm do my Stephen A. Good sources tell me that Kyrie won't be there past uh all star, right? You got to get rid of Kyrie. One thing is he may not even show up for the rest of the year, take off whether it's mental health, family stuff, whatever he's going through, he doesn't necessarily have to come back. Um, like two things that matter of fact, there's two teams I think. I don't think they can get through Boston. The reason why uh, Boston has the chemistry, they're young enough. You got Marcus Smart that'll D up anybody on the other team, and you still got two dogs on there. Uh, I think they're just trying to figure out their chemistry because, you know, they, you know, kind of lost a few. Uh, Miami, same squad, you know, uh, the only, you know, minus, you know, uh, I think Crowder. But if you look at it, that team well coached and kind of like Superfly said, you know, in that moment of, you know, when it's coaching versus coaching, that that's gonna, you know, kind of over overplay in that in that situation. But ultimately, like I said, it's it, it's it's nice to watch if it ever happens, you know, three or four games, you know, people will watch it. But uh it gave up too much. Carol Levert, probably there it there literally their Lou Will of the of the Clippers. Like he's instant buckets. He's he, you know, he does his thing. Like you said, uh, um, the the other cat with the fro, Jared Allen. Like you, you had the pieces already on your bench to make mm-hmm. the run mm-hmm. to help you get to that point without having to make this trade. Um, like I said, Kyrie won't be there past All Star, and uh, if he is, uh, like I said, I don't see them really coming out of the East. No, I agree. I just think that it it. it It'll play out interesting, but yeah, they, their strongest part besides the big two, they had the deep bench, and that's where a lot of teams like that's how Golden State was able to to win. They had they had a, a deep bench outside their starting lineup. Their deep their bench was strong as strong as their lineup, and that's with the Clippers too. But the Clippers just didn't know how to put those pieces out there and, and win. And not to forget. Uh, they still got Dinwiddie on the squad. He's just hurt right now. You dig? So that is an X factor. However, if he's not healthy, it really doesn't matter because again, they can run that. They can run that that system. But like I said, coaching wise, your bench, everybody's seeing what it makes the difference when it comes to the playoffs, especially when you get to the to the conference finals. Like you got to have that bench player that's going to come off and give you them points when everybody that's locking down on your superstars. Okay. See how it plays out. And this one right here, something different. Um, after going into their fifth season, it just announced that Insecure will be this will be their last season on um, preferably maybe HBO. I don't know if they're gonna do a deal somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Issa Rae is strong enough to take it somewhere else and do her own network, possibly, or do her own show somewhere else. But uh, they just announced this, and this is a huge. I came. I'm a late bloomer into this show. You know, I had heard a lot about it. Then by being home on a pandemic, this is one of the things that I just picked up and started watching. And we got through four seasons in a matter of like two weeks. Because, I mean, each episode is like 30 minutes and you were just back to back to back to back. Um, and I think I like, I prefer to watch it this way because apparently I think in between season three and four, a couple years, yeah. it was a, it was a, like a year gap or two year gap between for the season. So that would have pissed me off watching it then but i think uh watching like this that's how i watch game of thrones too i watched i went through the whole game of thrones in one swoop and i felt like 
that's probably the best way to watch it because taking a year off in between and then from the ending of like the red wedding to the next, however it was going to play out. Yeah, no. So I don't know if you guys are fans of Insecure, but this one right here, man, I know this was a popular show. I saw season one and then that's it. Like I I saw season one. That was the only time I, I watched it. And then like for as far as serious stuff, I got, you got to grab catch me and then I'll be locked into it. And then I forgot, you know, to be honest, I forgot who's still on. Um, but you know, that was that was yeah, that's well, like not. you said, like they take long gaps of you know, breaks yeah. in between. Like and they I think they finally wrote the season, the next season has been written, mm-hmm. and I think they go into production in February. So mm-hmm. you're looking at a December, probably kind yeah. of um I've been a fan since since it, since the beginning of it. And you know, I'm I applaud Issa for just being a boss and being able to call the shots on when it started and when it ends, you know what I'm saying? She's been True. writing, running and she, they have a show runner, but she's been, you know what I mean? Really pushing the train, opening the doors for all these other black artists to, to shine. And you know what I mean? I'm just looking forward to the next thing, honestly, like right. the, the show itself, it could have continued to go, but honestly, like, it, the best thing to do is to end it while people still want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, As opposed yeah. to it ending on a note where people are tired of watching it. So I think right. that's dope. like like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't watch that. SVU still exactly. On. Yeah, all that all that stuff that's been over 20 years. Like, don't nobody yeah. watch that. But I still every once in a while I still watch all my children, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I, I throw it yeah, back. That's say all right? these people don't watch. People obviously watch it, but it's just not. Yeah. It's not cool, like insecure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, shout out to everybody in this in the comment section. I see Marcus in there, uh, former uh, DSG employee, John. Shout right, out to shout up? out to the shoe department. He's in there. Um, Big Mac is there. Uh, Patty Cake Piper. First of all, look, Patty Cake Piper. He sent me oh, for my, my birthday. I got these um, red velvet brownies. Yo. That sounds. That sounds. God, fat. God has touched those hands. He's blessed those hands, and I figure. I mean, I'm eating like shit anyway while I'm on <laughs> vacation. I always do that first two weeks of the year anyway. But you know, back to it. Come Monday, and yeah. So, so my orders for those little brownies won't will be gonna dwindle down. But if you just joined us, and if you missed the opening, um, opening performance, we have Mr. Sean Xavier. In house tonight for our concert series. Nice yeah. game, boy. Wonder, son. Here we go. So, Sean will be performing things off his new project and some of his older projects. Um, so, Sean, are you ready for your your next performance? True. Yeah. Right. Hey, look. So, yeah. So, again, like you said, perform some stuff off there. Just, you know, we come, we brought it out of the, uh, we dust the, uh, the, uh, dust off the mic a little bit. So. Y'all vibe with us all all evening, man. I'm I'm very um blessed and highly favored, man. I appreciate them guys bring me back. You know, coming back since uh episode 32. So yeah, I'll you know I'll be we were still on audio. Right, right, right. You know, now there was like eight track back then. Now we back, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we we got big in the world. So um this this next joint I'm gonna do um is one that it features my very best friend um and one of the dopest mcs um that i've met in my life um he actually whether he know it or not he inspired me to be even a better mc um like i i started by myself 
on this on this musical journey. And then he and I met along the way. And it was just the competition. Like I had to outdo him. And then he probably said the same thing about me. So whoever had the illest bars, that's what we would do. And um, he is the reason why I am as good as I I am. Um, and, I, and I believe that wholeheartedly. It took me a long time to get to the point to where I was like, damn, I'm actually a pretty good rapper. But now at this point now, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. That's self-confidence, I guess. So, but, <laughs> All right. So this track, man, is going to be a... Now, abbreviated uh, track off the off my new album. Um, it's called Beautiful. Yeah. So, you got a glass with you this evening. If you got something in it, put it on up. If it's empty, go and pour up. The whole night's going to be beautiful, baby. Yeah. Tell us what it is. Bright light shooting stars. Whole night's gonna be. Whole night's gonna yeah. be. Because we at it again. Yo, VA stand up, man. 757. Whole night's gonna yeah. be. Whole night's gonna be. Ah. Uh, one in the sky. We'll go by Paul the Kings. Two from my nigga who showed me finer things. Pinky rings, long nights, and many springs. We double up, we ran it up by any means. Trapped in the closet, throwing so team. We watching cars, so many bars over 16. Same table, we breaking bread over collard greens. For split decisions, so hard vision, so what we see. The hardest one, we said to run for toward a dream. I'll be thinking you got me, boo, we were hustling. From 80s baby to never maybe to missing me. To God's son, be all one who let it breathe. Telling stories like old glory with season me. We met our peoples as equals and lived a common theme. But number skies, no gentle lies, we keep it clean. Beyond brothers, no blood cutters, they tell us what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like shooting stars. Whole night's gonna be. Whole night's gonna be. Because we add it again, add it again, yeah, we add it again, yeah, we add it again. Whole night's gonna be beautiful, yeah. Whole night's gonna be everything about life, everything that you love, see the beauty in everything, the ups and downs and the rounds. Sean Xavier. We gonna make it through. We gonna say some miswords. It's okay though. Let's make sure you stream the album. Oh man, I told you, dusting off the dusting off the chops, boy, dusting off the chops. All right, so this next song I'm going to is one of my favorite songs. It came off of my last album. Yesterday was different, which these fine gentlemen. Um, uh, had the honor, actually, no, I had the honor of sharing it with these these gentlemen um, off a very personal album, but it came to be one of the favorite tracks of most people who listen to it. So it's going to be Tell Me How It Feels. Um, and I'm going to do something that's probably not too popular in the hip-hop world. I'm actually going to do this with the backing vocals. That's how I'm feeling right now. It's uh, one I was on the ropes about doing, um, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to play it and just vibe with me. You know the words. 
Um, come on to it, man. Turn turn your TVs up if you can. Um, tell me how it feels, man. <laughs> everybody can hear me okay yeah yeah i see somebody say hydrate yeah yeah when we feel blue we reach for the sky never knew the truth so we live a lie searching for the x so i ask why we sleeping on our dreams just the past time mirror 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 sitting on the wall watching every move every pitfall down for the count, weather walk tall. Rock bottom with the cash, turn the lights off. Caught up in the wash, every rat race. Blocking every view, every black face. Tell them that you move at your own pace. Not now, too soon, that's the worst case. Put it in your will, that's a death stroke. Say it with your chest, that's a breast stroke. Then watch it all burn like a slow smoke. Monty Kissel on the man, got the soul stoke. Yeah, tell me how it feels. Yeah. Sipping with your feet up, sitting on the hill. Sitting on the hill. So tell me how it feels, yeah. Sipping with your feet up, sitting on the hill. Yeah. Heads up, now you know they gon' spin it. Bottles up, but you really ain't spin it. Level up, got a long way to finish. Measure up on a little bit of clearance. Hats off to the downers and drowners. Choking up on the clowns with the proud cuz. Everything that goes up comes down cuz. Hands off the lapel, not for sale, love. Now put your lighter in the sky. A little old school, but your phone just die. We only like real so the juice can't ride. They probably got beef with their feelings on the side. Yeah, so tell me how it feel. Stepping muddy water with the vision so clear. Nipping at your heels with your toes like steel. Sipping tea slow with the Buddhist ear. Yeah. 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 Tell me how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Sipping tea with your feet up. Yeah. Yesterday was different. Yeah. All right, all right, man. Dope, 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 dope. Hey. Feeling shaky, brother. Shaky. I'm trying to get it together. I swear, I'm trying to get it together. I'm trying to get it together. Look, look, man, look. Tell you, what you are doing is more than I've seen some do. So, and you are doing it. So, don't worry about it. Just relax. That's what up. That's what up. We're all good. We're all good. That's what's up. But yeah, so if you're just joining us again, it's Sean Xavier. He is here tonight performing stuff off of his new project, XIX. And I want to add something to that because apparently this is his last project. He's been he's made it well known that this is gonna be it for him. He's wrapping it up. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with my question as to why now. Seems like from I've listened to all all of your stuff, and then especially from yesterday was different, where that was completely different than the other stuff before that. From what I'm listening to, and then now we get into XIX, and that's 
the lane that you're in now is completely different from yesterday was different, and it seems like it's it's still progressing. So why why now? Um, it was just good timing, man. You know, was was crazy. I'm a big believer in things happening for a reason, um, at the right time, and you know, this album here actually comes ten years after. Um, the release of my first solo album, which was Enigma, back in 2010, which you know we did, we re-released a 10-year um, anniversary version in 2020, and this was the first album since then where I felt completely f- free to do whatever I wanted, um, with no real thought of trying to please a certain ear or try to get radio play or anything along those lines. It was just something I just feel complete, man. Like it took me, you know, I I used to doubt my ability as an artist and a rapper because I don't look like an artist or a rapper. I don't. Um, And I always felt like, you know, I was trying to prove myself to everyone um, that I, I belong. And that's how I started off. Thing is, though, you kind of lose, like, the whole purpose behind making good music, you know? Um, so once we got up to about, you know, yesterday was different and how personal that was, that was me really just closing the, the book on all that stuff that was really affecting me. And then, you know, even after that, right after that, I think, Khalil, you, I think I sent you a graphic, like, right after we did... Um, yesterday was different. I sent you a graphic. So, you know, the, the, the cover art has went through different versions. So maybe a month or so after that, I sent you the, the, the artwork for, you know, the time XIX. And that was in 2018. So yep. I already knew then this was going to be my last one, my last album. I'm not going away from music. This is just my last album. And it takes a lot to put together an entire album. Um, the, it, it does, man. The energy behind it um, and the way I write. You know, I want to make sure it's a good listen throughout. I I don't do singles. Like, I don't, I, I never did that. Um, shout out to everybody who did it, though. They respect, you know, the guys who, you know, turning turning in those singles and they blowing up. Thing is, though, what's your longevity? You know, I've been at this for 15 years. And I realized maybe about a year or so ago, it was like, man, you actually did have an impact on, um, on hip-hop. And don't get it, you know, don't get it twisted. This isn't um, an impact on A-list level. This is me just being an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and I didn't realize that I actually um, had an impact on people to the point to where they, they, uh, they really look forward to what I was doing. And I was like, man, I, I realized. So I just took it all in. It's like, all right. Um, so, you know, this, this is it, man. I'm going out you know, going out how I want to, um, but this, but make no mistakes about it. This is an extended release. So we come into 2021. Oh, uh, we got, I got some stuff up these sleeves though. So this is going to carry all the way through. There's a lot of stuff happening with this, with this project going through this whole year. I'm glad you, you put that out there. Cause that was one of my questions later on down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was going to jump in and talk about just the end of the, of this album. You talked about this was side a, I believe. So I was side wondering a. like, is it, you know what I mean? Is there's a whole other piece to this? And yeah. uh, the next question also is around 
so you say you're not done. Like, are you switching formats to a more singles or EP? Or are you mm-hmm. just trying to do production or writing? Like, what's your what's your, so what's my, your plan? My biggest project to date, well, my biggest upcoming project is one is probably it's giving me the most joy. I didn't think I did. So my son, he's 16, Javen. Shout out to him. Um, he He's a little me. Um, he is, he came to me one day and say, Hey, I wanted to do, he wanted to do an animated film. He loves anime and stuff like that. I say, you sure that's what you want to do? I said, I'm okay, cool. I remember my dad, I remember my dad always say, you can do whatever you want to do. That's what that, and the whole thing at the beginning, my dad said, you can be what you want to be. So that's what I want to do. So what I often see sometimes is, as parents is like, you know, our kids tell us things and, you know, we like, Oh, that's good. But how much support do we actually give them to make sure that their dreams come true? So I said, okay. So I said, this is what you want you to do. I said, you know what, you know what it takes to do an animated film. He said, yeah. I said, all right. So I said, give me your plan. Bring me a plan of everything that you need. Software, hardware, you know, your potential, uh, uh, your rough draft, whatever. He brought it back to me the same day. I said, that's dad, this is what I need, the stuff I need. I said, all right, cool. So like October, November. I said, all right. So I went in, got him his system, his, his computer system. He got all his writing stuff, drawing stuff, his whole room and stuff. He had sketched stuff everywhere. So he started on his animated film. And the other day I seen him do it. So he, he had sketched out his, uh, actually drew it on in, in the computer, his first title sequence. And I sat there in awe. I was like, yo, that's, that's, that's freaking dope. That is dope. And I asked him, I said, hey, can I do the uh, score for it? I asked him respectively, can I do the score? He was like, yeah, of course. So that's what I'm ready for. Like, like I'm going to score his anime film, man. He's, he's, I think he's almost done with the, the pilot episode or the pilot uh, joint on it. And he's been working on it probably the last couple of months. And I'm looking at it and it's, it's legit, man. Um, besides that, I am going to be doing more producing, stuff like that. Um, the thing about these albums, like two, since 2018, I'm back in the game. So I'm producing a lot. I'm, I'm doing different stuff now. So I'm doing stuff. Um, I'm working on stuff behind the scenes. Of course, you guys know, you know, the, the, the hot seat podcast, we're pushing that. I'm putting, I'm giving that the same energy that I gave my career the last 15 years and then some. So, um, and you know, I, you know, I might pop up on a pop up with a guest verse every once in a while. Cause you know, that's just because, you know, somebody know what I'm talking about, but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So I ain't done, done. So it's less last album though. That's all. Long story short. Sean, what was your process like this time around? Obviously, it's, I'm guessing, not done since we're getting, you know, part two or side side B uh, forthcoming. But I remember you telling us on the, uh, <laughs> when you were putting together Yesterday Was Different, how you basically went in and like dropped everything like in one night. You said you basically went on a super recording session one night where you locked yourself in the room and laid down a bunch of stuff. And I want to know how, what was it like, you know, this time, this time around, like how, how was it different or the same? Like, what was the experience like? This album went through so many iterations. So my original release date that I was going to do this was if I'm my first day, I was going to release this was back in October of, of 2020. That was the first initial date. Um, but I had already recorded a bunch of songs, but I didn't like how the flow of it sounded. So I got a bunch of stuff that I didn't even put or didn't make it onto this. It just didn't sound right. I was, I was experimenting with so many different sounds and stuff. Um, 
you know, I got software that I had never really used per se. So I'm like, man, I got some new stuff in here. Cause like I've, there's some software that I use. I feel like I maxed out the potential on it. Like I flipped this sound so many times. I'm like, okay, I got to find something new. Um, so I did some songs. I ain't really like it. So I, I set it down and this goes all the way back to 2018. Um, the beautiful track, um, I did that, you know, that's, that's old, the beat is old and I didn't, you know, and storyteller, he didn't get on it until, you know, we were down to like the last hours of that. Just like, a, you know, a few, I want to say about a week before I actually dropped the album, I was sitting, I was holding it right because to make sure we did it right. And, um, the process now was, okay, I know I wanted the, the entry. I want it that way. I wanted to speak on the fact that, um, you know, how would I be looked at when I stopped this? And also on the fact is, you know, I gave a lot to a lot of people in music and I often felt like I didn't get back what I gave and I don't have any regret about it. It's just, it's, it's the, it's, it's business no matter what you do. Um, but I, I no longer felt like I had to be quiet about things. You know, I didn't want to out know people or nothing like that, but I say, this is, this is my truth. This is what's up. Um, and the, the people that know, I, you know, I work with, they know, they know what it is. Um, and I think they always looked at me as like, yo, you're just a good producer. Um, but leave the rapper for somebody else. 15 years later, I'm still here and them. Nice. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it was long there, but it's like now it, to your correct, like side two is done except for one song. Um, it's done. That's, that's done. Um, and that will drop in February. Um, but, but that's done. <clears throat> Real quick, before you get to yours, I just want to say something. Um, so when he mentioned Storyteller, and then he just did the, the track Beautiful with Storyteller uh, that's on the track, you know, we sat, me and Superfly sat here, and we did the mashup episode, and we had Dave and Eric on the show, and I never put two and two together that Dave was Storyteller. <laughs> never put, and I knew and I Sean's music way before that, you know, and I I knew he had, he had, he had a, have a project together. He's on a lot of tracks. And so I know, I'm very familiar with Storyteller, but the man sat right here on the show and didn't even give, he didn't bring it up. He didn't even give his his, his alias or nothing. He was just, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I'm a dad now, you know, I'm, I'm doing real estate, you know, it's my family. I'm, you didn't even bring it up, Dave. That's, that's, that's fine. You know, now I know secrets out. Here's uh, the crazy part. We have a whole album. He has a whole album that we never released. A whole, it's called True Story. He never, we never released. So we released uh, singles off of it, but we recorded a whole 11, 12 track album and still wanted to do it. And it's a whole different sound on it, man. We did that back in 2009, 2010, and we never released it at the time. Like, you know, then, you know, we, people said we started moving and stuff like that. I think he had moved up top, Northern Virginia. But it never came out. We did get some radio play off a couple of songs like 80s Baby. We, you know, we had that on one of three jams. Um, and then we did a couple of other joints, but we never released it. And it's just like that. But we talk about it all the time, but we still play it. Like I think uh, CB said uh, um, a few actually when he was on High Seat about people who don't listen to their own music. We listen to our stuff all the time. Like we be at the house and we we play it and we could play a whole playlist of nothing but synopsical music all day and fill it up for hours. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not asking, but Superfly, I could give you this and you could have a whole set of nothing but, and we're talking about hundreds of songs 
and it's, it's just you know it's, it's just that type of but it was a type of vibe you know it's a type of vibe it is like it goes back to the days when you had people who had those big crews when you had like dungeon family when you had like g unit when you had rockefeller and they had those groups of people there so we had so many artists that were recording we just was creating night in and night out and it was just and you end up having just like a plethora of music man that kind of <clears throat> that kind of goes into the question that I that I have as far as um, unreleased you know tracks things of that mm-hmm. nature. I know you you know you uh you riding off to the sunset you know throwing deuces and everything, but um as far as the unreleased you know do you see yourself at least putting out stuff that you didn't just to again you know the thing about you know retirement doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you still ain't got work to put out for people to kind of get their ear yeah. to you know what I mean and uh. I kind of I kind of think based upon your following that the music is what they looking for, even if you drop it, you know, almost like little pellets, you know, kind of like the Pac-Man game. Like, you know, it's still something out there for them to get. <laughs> you got you got to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I take it from Pac. You know, he put out all the damn, you know, he has so much. Oh, work. right. But he right, had but, but they, you know, regardless if they were unreleased. Mm-hmm. You know, people still got from him what they wanted out of it because they were true fans of his. And I feel like, yeah. you know, how do you feel as far as your unreleased tracks or even like you said, that that whole album, you know, that you and, uh, you know, Storyteller did that you guys didn't drop? I think I mean, I think we'll put it'll be like a soft release. I think I guess this is we like so much older now. It's different. Like because like Angle because now we have like careers and whatnot like that so you speak a little different so you, you got to be careful about some of the stuff it's not like saying we were saying something doing something or saying something salacious or something like that it just depends on the energy behind it um like i said we we I, I, we we did put quite a bit about it but i'll see what he says about it as far as me um like the one album uh return of the fallen um that didn't come out but like some of the tracks that came off of it one of them was uh 64 and running and then another track that a storyteller was on along with uh, Money from ETP. Shout out ETP. Uh, they was on The World. And then uh, so a few of the tracks have come out off of it. It's just like it came in. It just didn't. Um, um, I can see it coming out. Especially now I'm, I'm really on and I try to educate any artist coming up, um, especially, you know, people from, you know, from Wild you know, and stuff like that is how to license and get your stuff in working for you. Um, even when you're not doing anything, one thing is I've, I learned early on, even though I wasn't like constantly performing on like shows or stuff like that, is I was working behind the scenes and getting, you know, stuff for licensing and stuff like that. You know, I got my first uh, royalty check uh, via Sound Exchange um, back like in 2000 and shoot, 2009. And man, I felt like I felt great. Like, you know, like, you know, it's like, yo, it's an independent artist, like on my level, like I'm like down here in my opinion and I'm, I get a royalty check and I still I still get them. So, you know, what I'm saying so that's something that a lot of independent artists who aren't, you know, in this digital age don't know about. You know, what I'm saying, yes, I, I'm 40 now. I'm putting out music, but if I can stop, you know, I can still have my music placed with ESPN. Or I can still have it as part of, or I'm still scoring music or something like that. So, um, and I plan, you know, and if, if something does happen, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just going to put it out there. Um, I'm putting energy out there. This this one thing I'm working on happening out there, then that's going to be a big win um, um, shortly. 
Um, um, what? Oh, I was going to say, um, before we get to the second round of questions, uh, we got another performance. Oh, yeah, you're right. Getting ready to, to come up. Um, if you want, go ahead and do the next two. Go back to back again. Oh, my God. Let me see what we got. <laughs> <laughs> go back to back uh, again. All right, well, okay. We'll, all right, cool. I, I guess it's two different. All right, cool. All right. Um, yeah. I'm with Actually, you know what? I mean, if, if you got it set up, just go ahead. Do the first one. Then we'll go back. Yeah. We'll go back. All, right. That's all right, cool. Right. All right. So we're going we we to vibe on this next song that I haven't done this song in about 10 years. It's uh, uh, It has a real uh, a tribe called Quest vibe to it. It's one of them tracks that the storyteller begged and pleaded to be on, but he wasn't on this one. Um, it's Other Side of the Pillow. So I'm gonna do it. I might mess it up. I might. I don't know. But just vibe with me. And uh, it's off the Enigma album. Um, so it's out there. Go get it. Um, go stream it. All right. Let's see what we got. And if you with your lady right now, or with your significant other, um, don't listen to the words too much. All right. I'm just saying. It's the we are something else. Sean Xavier. Yeah. The morning do. How do you do? The thing we did. How did I do? Was it good to you? It was to me. Magic gathered repeatedly. Teddy to Osley. MP3. I was searching repeatedly. Waiting for promise. Came free. Woman conquered bravely. Exhale, uh, stellar moonlight Bring it back, girl, your mood is my type You ain't saying much, I need your insight Are you sleeping? Are you alright? Did I miss something? Lips still tight Warm evening, cold daylight What you talking about? Are you top flight? Skin tight feel, breakthrough night There's you, then there is me Then there is us, then there is we Let's get down, keep it discreet and be free, must be the other side of the pillow. Got me bugging. Can't think straight. Damn breakfast. Fuck a pancake. Can't miss turned out to be a mistake. I ain't say ho, but you did take five minutes to feel of the manly. Ten minutes to forget about your bestie. Fifteen, then you whisper, undress me in the corner of the light where it shouldn't be. Fast forward to the king size comfy. Pillow top with the toast of the bubbly. Nikki's holding everything so suddenly. Everything so started so suddenly. Now the matter is what I just might be. New life in the middle of us cuddling. One shot hit rim if I'm lucky. Night out with the jump off. Dumb There's you, then there is me, then there is us, then there is me. Let's get down, keep it discreet, and be free. Must be the other side of the pillow. There's you, then there is me, then there is us, then there is we. Let's get down, keep it discreet, and be free. Must be the other side of the pillow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 uh,
yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That that song got me in a lot of trouble back in the day, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. It got me in a lot of trouble. But (laughs) but I think we all been there. Well, you know what? I ain't gonna say that. I think we might have been there. Um, it's one of those like you know is you know I, I traveled around the world a little bit and I I writ I wrote that based off of personal experience and third party experience, um, and it was uh, a ticket from a lot of different things. No, I did not. Somebody asked me. No, I did not uh, knock somebody up. <laughs> 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 Nothing like that. Or after a a one night stand. But I will tell a quick story real quick. So I wrote this right. I wrote this song off of an experience I had when I was 19 years old. I was uh, in the military and I was in Seoul, Korea. And when we used to go out on the weekends, the uh, the commander and the first sergeant used to tell us, hey, if you go out and you catch something over here, we ain't sending your ass back home. You can't go back home. And they had this thing. Look it up. They had this thing called black syphilis, bro. It's out there. So, yeah, <laughs> look at CB. So they would show us pictures and everything, man, On in, in, in the big gymnasium. We have a big safety briefing, right? So I'm, this is my first weekend day. I'm 19. You can drink, you know, legally 20, but you can drink out on the hill, ET1. So I got toe up, bro, toe up. So at some point, I must have met up with some girl and must got busy or whatever. So fast forward, I must have blacked out, whatever I remember. Next day, one of my guys woke me up and said, yo, how was last night? I was like, what do you mean? He said, you left with old girl. He said, and we, we were like a dorm room buddy. He said, yo, you smashed her. That night, I was like, oh, no. When I say I ran a 4-2-40 to the med shed to go get checked out, that's when I first experienced the STD test. Look, I'm telling you right now, scared straight, brother. Scared straight. Because I'm like, yo, I'm out here. I know I didn't use protection. And all I could hear him saying was, if you catch black syphilis, you can't go back home to the United States because they ain't got nothing to treat it. Man, listen, change your life. So that song was part like I I, I hit part of that. It was like you know, I, I took it and flipped a lot of stuff on it. That's all right. Man, listen. Boy, boy, boy. All right. Yeah. That's, that's all I got for that. Now that I scared everybody straight. So I'm saying wrap up, son. Wrap up. You know what I'm saying? They say I use top flight, skin type feel, breakthrough night. Don't let it break on you. Look, hey, look. <laughs> that's, the, that's the unplugged storytelling portion of, of, the, of the track. Hey, I appreciate that. Um, there you go. Real quick, while everybody's in here, uh, I want to thank everybody that's watching. Uh, for us, for Sean, for all the Hot Seat Podcasts, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we need a few more. Well, we're, we're approaching another milestone, and you know, there's enough people in here that can help us get there. So, if not for us, do it for Sean Xavier uh, for surviving the black syphilis out there, too. Uh, Superfly, <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you keep off this round of questions. Oh, man. Man, he put the mustard in there. I'm like, man, he must have. I'm about to start saying that. I'm like, <laughs> But yeah, oh man. God, All right. Man. So, what what's your favorite um, part about the process? Do you enjoy, you know, production? Like for me, like production, and that's why I enjoy DJing because I get that like instant feedback. But like creating yeah. and recording music is a long process. Yeah. From the point that you 
started all the way through the point to some, you get somebody's ears on it and you actually get some gratification from it. Yeah. So like what, what part of the process do you enjoy the most? I like, um, I like one, I, you know, I love the production part. Like I like when I start from, and I don't use, um, loops. Like if I, I loop myself. So if I find something I like, I write it out, like loop it for eight bars, but I like seeing what it comes out to be like, or if something you have in your mind and it turns out to be something else, or you hear that one little thing that's like, yo, that right there is dope. So that's when you end up getting that, <laughs> turn it all the way up and just playing it back. So I got something. Then the challenge is, yo, how can I rap or write something to this and don't sound, or don't, don't get outdone by the beat. You know what I mean? Like, because you heard a lot of songs. It's like, yo, that beat is dope. But his lyrics are trash. Trash. Um, but I, I never feared that. I just want to know how can I, how can I really, like, challenge the beat in this case? And I, I had a compliment. Someone gave me a compliment the other day and said, he said, I listen to your music. They said, and they said, they complimented my wordplay. And, um. It was like in a, in a, in this uh, this article that was done last year. The I think underground hip hop did uh, did on me. Um, they would say also commented the wordplay, and I was like, that's just. And I talk like that though. It's crazy. It's like I talk how I rap. Like anybody tell you, like I talk in like code sometime or like I say things. And I, it's weird, but it's just how I write. So like that process, man. I just like seeing how it comes out, but then I'm never satisfied because like after I hear it all recorded then I'm always want to go back and tinker it. Cause I'll, yo, it could have sounded better. It could have sounded better on that. So, um, I just, I like it all. It's too flying on your line, man. I just like, I always like creating a song and I like creating something that sounds different than everybody else. Like I, I mean, I, 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 that old man on his yard, get off my yard. thing. that's me. Like, yo, I'm, I'm going to do auto tune and none of that. I won't, I won't do it. I just can't do it. Um, but I, you know, salute to those guys, but you know, I stand over here on my joint. As a uh, as a as an artist myself, and I say that with as much confidence as you know anyone c- could possibly you know say. Um, Sean, me and you have we've talked long uh, about music and over the years now since we you know become homies and stuff. And I know I a question. For a while now. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I know uh, that I get this question a lot. So I'm not going to necessarily pose it the exact same way that it gets posed to me, but um, it's very common for, I feel like if people find out that you're in music, be like, oh, well, what's your favorite song of Mm -hmm. like yours? And, you know, trying to narrow it down. Mm -hmm. And I know that that it's, it's kind of like choosing, but this is not from my own experience. I'm I'm assuming it'd be like choosing between your kids, like which one's your favorite and all that kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. do you have like, uh, a set of songs or a project, or maybe you do have a singular one that maybe is not necessarily, you're going to say your favorite, but maybe one that you probably put a little bit more in the rotation than, than some of the others, or you go through spells where it's like, oh yeah, this is just, this is just my jam. And yo, I've really, you know, I really laid it down on this and you just can't get enough. You know, do you have, you got stuff like that for yourself? I do. And actually uh, one of the songs was, Actually, it's a, it's a, it's a couple of them. Um, one of them, one of my favorite songs is um, 64 and running. Um, I did with uh, Ricky boys, a good friend of mine. 
um, I did with there. And another song, that same one was The World, what I did with Storyteller and Money. It was just like the sound of it was just so dope. Um, my two favorites, though, and they're not even my songs. They, they came off my mixtape, um, Gorgeous Mind Mixtape. And it was my my joint over um, Jay-Z's um, uh, December 5th joint, I think it was. Um, I think it's what that joint there, that and um, Kanye West uh, power. So I did two joints over those, and those are two of my favorite. Only for the simple fact is, you gotta you gotta really be confident in what you're doing to get on that somebody of that ilk's instrumental. Um, the my all time favorite though, for the simple fact it was my first time ever getting radio play, was Get Up and Go. We created that song, Storytelling and I, back in 2007 or so, 2007, 2006, 2007. And it got played on a, uh, the Sunday Night Spotlight. And it was November 2007. Um, and when it came on, I was through the roof. My first ever radio play. And it played behind, you know, a bunch of gangster stuff, stuff like that. You know, I, it, this was just different. It was different. And that's my favorite joint. It was my favorite because it was a hard beat to rap over. But we smashed it. Like that shit was, it was so hard. And then we performed it. We performed it at an Applebee's once, bro, on a karaoke night. Like a bunch of like coworkers or the storytellers was there. I was like, yo, you, they were drunk. You got to perform, man. You got to perform. He's like, Sean, you got the music? Hell yeah. I always had the disc at the time, CDs in my car, put it in a joint. They played it and we rocked the Applebee's in Williamsburg, Virginia. Crushed it. <laughs> it was like my favorite joint, bro. I I, I love it. I love That's it, awesome. Man. I love it. So I got a question. That, I mean, everything is a segue. CBase must have looked at my notes or whatever. <laughs> um, but speaking of beats, right? <clears throat> yeah. Is there one or two that is almost kind of like your Mount Rushmore that you just you've always wanted to to get at, you know, and whether like maybe now is the best time, right? Retirement, you know, let me go ahead and just take a swing at it. Is there yeah. one that one or two out there that that you've always just been like, I'm going to do something on it? Maybe not right now because you always in kind of like, you know, album mode or trying to get your own you know, kind of uh, sound going and you didn't want to kind of veer off from that. But, you know, I, I know, like I said, I've, I've talked to Cleo about this before, like back in the day when we was in the lab, which people might laugh at now. But uh, there was always, you know, the one or two that you just heard that always had you bobbing your head that you just kind of knew, but you never really wanted to go there. Is, is there one out there for you? You mean like a, another artist who and they, their particular yeah. beat? Is that what you mean? Yeah, um, like, I, like for me, like, yeah. like to be honest, if if I was a rapper, which I am not, you know, I'm a security <laughs> guy, so let's just get that out the way. But um, the Quiet Storm beat for me has always been something that I just felt like, uh, yeah. give you that, it 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 allows you to kind of, yeah, kind of show your skill set, if you will. My my favorite, my one beat, I never jumped on it because it comes from my favorite artist in the entire world. It's come close common that 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 beat is a joint that even though it's 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 simple but it's not like just the side the feel of it you got to be in you got to find that it's all about your tone too like even just about rapping like you got to have that tone and him being who he is he has that deep 
that teep joint, that deep joint. I think at some point I think I started doing the beard and bald head because he did it too. Either that or my hair started receding. I don't know one of the two, but my that's my absolute. He's my he is. It's okay, man. He's my idol, man. Like that beat right there is one that I always um wanted to jump on. I did jump on one of his joints though. I jumped on um the the last joint on the B album, which is uh It's Your World. So I I did that um on the Gorgeous Mind mixtape. Um, but come close is a joint that now that you said it, you're gonna mess around. I'm gonna mess around and uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the joint though for me. Um so I know marketing plays a big play into releasing a project, mm-hmm. but also um, I think the, the one thing I used to look forward to every week was the Circuit City Best Buy ads that yeah. came out Sunday for the Tuesday album release. Yeah. And I couldn't wait to see, because this is before the internet was huge, I couldn't yeah. wait to see the album cover of Blueprint or whatever project yeah. the artist I was looking forward to. And I remember like how impactful seeing like an album cover is to a company project. It's some of the most dopest album covers. Uh, the blueprint first one. I mean, it came in the blue, the blue tenant case. Yeah. And it's just hove at a, like a, a coffee table with a cigar. Like, and it's not even a, a, a big picture. It's not even doesn't really focus on hove. It's just mm-hmm. it was different. So, what what goes into your 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 thought process for album covers and what is your favorite? Um, of mine or in yeah. general? Yeah, of yours. Uh, my favorite one is from the A Boy in His Beard album. It was done by this artist named Samandi. She's mad dope. She's from Williamsburg, Virginia. Um, but the if you look at the the uh, cover for it, is it's a frame in there. And I took my daughter's uh, a picture that my daughter had drawn. She my daughter probably had to be at the time she was probably about six years old. And I sent it to her. I said, hey, incorporate this into the artwork. So what she did was she created the cover and it looks like uh, it was a like a museum and it had a statue on it. And then it had this framed art on the wall and she put my daughter's drawing in it. So dope. Like I, I was like blown away. That's my favorite joint. Um, and, you know, even and then, it's, you know, was they that? Of course, my daughter, she's credited on it uh, for being uh, an artist on it. Um, my son, his first, my son is actually credited for being on the our Split Decision album back in 2010. So he actually has a writer's credit and all he said was bye-bye, but he's on it. He's listed on it. So when when you, you look up BMI on my, on my registration for all my works, um, you see, you see, you see Javen, Javen's name on it. So that's something that, you know, I've, you know, I want to incorporate them with it, but yeah, that, that cover art is my favorite, man. Um, what you got next for us? Uh, I got something. Let me see. I got something. I got, so I got, I got to set the mood for this one though. Cause I, right. this is, uh, I like, I like this one there. We gonna, we gonna change up a little bit. Uh, I know we've been, we've been talking in the light for a little bit, but I, I, I specifically got something right for this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna black out my screen real quick and then we gonna get, we gonna get this thing going. All right. Unless you want to do it. Unless you, unless you want, unless you want to cut the screen. All right, so my Sean sets up. Um, I'm gonna thank everybody for watching this far. Um, we got a lot of people in and out the room. Uh, again, if you haven't, like and subscribe. 
that uh, that'll take us a long way. We're trying to get there. Um, and then storyteller, man. Look, again, I'm, I'm still picking with you because you didn't say anything. Uh, I've been following. I've been following everything. So, but while Sean sets up, uh, again, thank everybody for doing this, for joining us, and then I think Sean is almost ready. Again, we are something else. Let's plug, let's plug out stuff. We are something else. Oh, yeah. YouTube, obviously, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, iTunes. Uh, Google us. We're everywhere. You can find us. Oh, yeah. Play, oh, yeah. I got oh, the, yeah. I got the uh, segment if you want it. You got the segment? Yep. All right. Bet. All right. Well, all right. All right. All right. We had to set the mood, man. We set the mood. This is my best attempt of uh the blue and the green symbolizing that water man so if you don't know what it is already off the new album xix man's fresh water man i absolutely love this track um this was inspired by my brother uh stefan hines who got married and we was down on the islands for his uh wedding um uh, uh destination honeymoon so this was inspired by him and here we go man yeah, vibe a little bit. If you could turn it up, man, go ahead and turn it up on your TV. Whatever you're listening to, let that bass hit. Yeah, sometimes my worst emotions get the best of me, but truth be told, in the presence of some history. Side eyes from the blind side, say la vie. Not every clown wears a mask, that's the trick you see. Bon appetit, minus me, realistically. Speaking on terms and my nonsense words. Never made sense till I moved off the verb. Now a nigga rich. Forever in soul glow, my drip consists of Walter Pagan, printed Pete Polos, colder than Frozone. Mental, I'm still on that jumping jack shit off the toilet, that's my throne. Uh, the crown's in the bag, my Jill shining up, cloud nine only swag. Tap the on the ass, you can see it in her tags. But I ain't even trying to brag. My toes in the sand and I'm feeling jet lag. Uh, that's that fresh water nigga. Take you where I'm from for a late night thriller. Light seem bigger, hands on the trigger. Close your eyes, you might see a killer. Go figure. Uh, elevated moments of clarity. Diamonds in the rough, yet we find a disparity. If vision wasn't speaking, you could see the disparity. I put it on my back if they wanted to carry me. But I can speak good when I go to the well. I'm suited and booted, second language, top shelf. Expectancy, make it a double on the night, life pleasantry. Burn if you got it on fire to the third degree. Now any means, if you mean, seem to disappear. Defer the fee, I'm gone. 60 seconds, no rear view. Living in the moment, first component of the breakthrough. Ball jumped out. Of my season, like, change my name to seafood. Mess it up. That's a fresh water, nigga. Take you where I'm from for a late night thriller. Lights seem bigger. Hands on the trigger. Close your eyes, right? See up. Oh, man. That's that fresh water, nigga. Take you where I'm from for a late night thriller. Lights seem bigger. Hands on the trigger, close your eyes, you might see a killer. So figure, uh, man, uh, uh. yeah. Sean Xavier.
Oh man. Oh man. Yo, oh, man. Hey, so look, good. Hey, hey, look. That's fresh water off of the XIX project. Uh, and if you just joined us again, we got Sean Xavier here tonight promoting his uh, latest project, XIX. Um, so while he uh, does that, uh, again, let's go to the comments real quick. Got juicy, got juicy mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Got juicy mouth for a second. I like it. I'll lead off this uh, next round of questions. Uh, what's what's next for the Hot Tea Podcast? Bigger and better things, man. Actually, um, our next thing for us, we got the All Black Everything series that's dropping next week, actually. All, all Black Everything um, is dropping. It's actually sponsored by All Black Everything and Wise Guys Cigars. Um, we got a six-week um, episode I'm coming up with everybody from um, fashion um, to mental health doctors to um, uh, we have uh, I believe we have an artist in there, I think, as well. Uh, we have a comic book artist in there um, and it's pretty much celebrating the excellence of blackness, man, not just in the in the, in the uh, community, but in the culture, man. Um, so that's going to be fun man and what we're what we're doing is like our we're not doing anything different nobody else doing this but it's we're really just trying to sh see how far we can push this thing we we push boundaries every week i don't even lie we 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 go we may say some things that might get us pulled off of air sometime and it's not to you know offend or nothing like that it's just really it's like barbershop talk um and stuff like that and just bringing us bringing people into our our little circle um, and then we incorporate that with video games. Like we just, like you said, you know, we dance with mics, games with headsets, man, video games, we're talking shit about 2k and Madden and everything else. And then all the, you know, it's crazy how it is. You be playing a regular game and we talking about politics. So talking about something crazy along those lines and we like, damn, we're going to turn this to a podcast and we've been together for over 10 years. So we've been together that long. So everything is organic. Um, you know, so like now, you know, uh, you know, monetization is happening now. Um, we hope to be able to reach even further. Like right now we got listeners in Canada, France, um, <laughs> Earl said, uh, Africa, but I don't think it was Africa was one of them. I'm pretty sure it wasn't, um, a couple other countries, UK, like dedicated every week, like stamp on it. So like, that's dope. Like, you know, we reaching far beyond our base or whatever you want to call it. So. It's gonna be dope, man. I love those guys, man. They they pretty damn dope. <laughs> you rich got that good water, <laughs> right? Right, 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 right. So yeah, man, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have to get, we're gonna have to do another podcast swap, man. But we're gonna have to do it. I don't know how we're gonna pull it off, but we're gonna have to do it to where we can get all eight of us on at one time. That's gonna be a calamity of epic proportions. But I believe we can do it. I believe we can do it. You know, I think it'd be something we have to do the hard way. Like we can do it once the world open back up and we get together. I think we can do it something where we can. Oh, all definitely. One, there, and, yeah. Yeah. And get it's all like, we have to be, it'd be digital because that'll sound like shit. So you got to get somewhere, <laughs> you know, we got the, the, I have the equipment for it. I'm pretty sure Superfly got some stuff in there. We can, if we could tie in eight mics, we can do it. We can, we can put something together, you know, get, have it sponsored by somebody, you know, you know, we, we could do it. 
ECB? I get it. Um, I, I see the performance side for you, right? When you perform the tracks. Is it something that once the retirement came into the brain, does that separate from the performance side as well, right? Because I feel like, you know, we critique ourselves worse than anybody else, right? Mm -hmm. And I noticed, like you said, you stumbled over a word or something like that, but you're still at it. Um, how how are you going to cope with the the part of not performing the track, though, even though you know you got the followers that still want the music? Um, I don't know. I, 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 to be honest, I think, uh, you know, with this old digital age, you know, I think I'll probably now, you know, I, I'll perform perform songs a little bit more i do have some visuals set up as well um just being but giving my own little take on it um because i actually i like doing it i like i like performing i always like performing um and i like the energy behind it and i like the fact that you know it's it's something you can listen to and be like you can vibe to it so um i, I, I it'll, it'll happen it'll be it'll be some more performances I don't know on what level, but definitely some more. Um, I like intimate ones because I feel like it's more personable. Um, like the space that I'm in right now, you can't see it. So, you know, I got a plan to actually do um, a small intimate set um, with, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff I got here to incorporate. Um, so I, I can see it. I can see it happening. Uh, I can, definitely. What's your, uh, what's your weapons of choice? Like your, your, your workflow? Um, right now, so I got, so right now I am using, I did this whole album, I produced the whole album off of GarageBand. I did this whole album from GarageBand, the whole thing. Um, what happened, my MacBook crashed, well not crashed, it stopped powering up. It was someone boot. So, and it was crazy because I got to get that done because I got a lot of projects on there, that, on, the, on the hard drive that I want back. Like I got projects that I did on there from an artist that I, uh, that I managed um cabana black um about five years ago and we did i, I did this whole album you know we did like, like recorded a lot of his album um and that album was actually nominated for um Veer music awards album of the year so that stuff like i got that stuff up there and some unreleased stuff it's on there so i, I need that off there so i did it off and it's all ipad by the way it's all this ipad and using a focus right um 2i is what i produced this whole album off of wow well, yeah, the whole thing. I got you know, that, and I think you guys seen the um the the MPK, the black and white joint that I got the little yep. was saying there. Yep. So all that was done off there, and I tied into like my bigger voice and stuff like that. Um, the Cali LP sixes on uh, monitors, but yeah, I just kept it real tight and uh, did it there. And I like you know it came out pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So yeah, that's my joint, man. Sean, to uh, take it to another one of um, you know the hot seed podcast topics that y'all talk about. What are uh, some of the games you're playing right now? What are you What are you unwinding with these days? Man, look, right now oh, I took a break because I I had been waiting for damn near a decade for Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> and <laughs> Dave, it, it, the storyteller will tell you, Dave, he will tell you that. 
I should have waited. I've been waiting. I told them about that game, and it came out, and you guys already know, well-publicized, so many issues with it. I was so excited. So I was playing for a little bit, um, but then I stopped. So, like, we've been just playing, like, our sports joint, you know, 2K, Madden, but we don't even play Madden anymore because there's ain't nothing new. Like, it's it's gotten boring. We, you know, we'll play golf every once in a while. Um, like, I hadn't, to be honest, I haven't played as much video games since I've been recording and stuff, you know. My son plays uh, Star Wars Fallen Order. Um, so that, that's what we've been doing right now. Um, yeah, I, ain't nothing in, really intriguing me. Like the game I was looking for, it was just so many issues, I couldn't even mm-hmm. enjoy it. So there's nothing right now that is really grabbing me. Unless, like I said, I'm waiting for, let's see if Madden really come and this next gen, if they give me something, it's going to blow me away. Like I need realism. Like I, I email EA every year religiously but like yo i need the environment to be better like look at what 2k is doing like i need that environment when i play football i love football i absolutely love football i will talk football all day to you i love that game all the offseason stuff i need all that in my life but they keep giving me the same trash every year so i'm you know i might go back and like buy ncaa 14 and just you know have at it not even gonna lie we uh we are running Madden 2007 off of the PS2 uh, in nice. one of the rooms nice. um, because that was, that was back when uh, Madden was was actually the shit. <laughs> Who's on that cover? Uh, I think uh, that was Sean Alexander. I think that was wow. okay. That's the name I heard in a while. Wow. Yeah, wow. the tiptoe burglar, one of my least favorite exactly. football players. Of all. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's, yeah. that's that's the thing wow. because I wow. despised him. Like, I don't know this man as a person, but just as a football fan, I didn't understand how people just didn't tackle him because he ran like a tiptoe. And when Deion Sanders called him the tiptoe burglar on like NFL Total Access, <laughs> or something, I absolutely lost it. And then the Redskins went out and signed him. I was like, yo. After losing to him twice. Yeah, that, was old, that was the old team. We ain't going to talk about that team no more. Yo, now, and that uh, – yeah, the football oh. team that this don't just we are <laughs> right, right. Team. It's crazy. the The football team has never missed the playoffs. Yeah, they are the football team. <laughs> I want to hear no disrespect. I see you shaking your head, Rich. You, Rich. I no, no disrespect, bro. No disrespect. No. <laughs> what um, <laughs> what uh, what's up next? Yeah, what's up? Uh, uh, so next, so next. All right, so now, so next, we gonna go. We gonna go a little. We gonna go a little up on the next one. So um. I got, I got, I got uh, the gap next, so I'm a, I'm gonna set out our stage for that. I ain't gonna fuck this one up. I tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> I love this song, and it was crazy. I, I, I freestyled this song. I didn't write it. Like I did it right on the spot. I created the beat, and this is one of those beats to where you know to, to what Superfly was saying when I was creating this one. I was like, oh, we got something here. Like we actually, I believe I might have played this when you was at my other crib, Kaleo. I think. I'm pretty I, sure. It sounds familiar. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, give me a quick second. I'm gonna set right. the mood, and we're going with the gap next, fellas. All yeah, right. So, if you got speakers, folks, or you can turn your TV up, and you don't mind waking your kids up, and you want to dance a little bit, or whatever we do, you got a drink or illegal substance or illegal substance, whatever you do, uh, I'm gonna take you back to my. Uh-oh. He partly freeze. Mm. Fellas, fellas, 
Can you hear me still? Tokyo, yeah. Japan. Oh, there he is. Um, there he is. Right. Okay. Seoul, Korea. Gotcha. While we wait for Sean, um, next week we do pick up our, our Black Business series again. Uh, we have um, uh, Vaughn from uh, Locked Out uh, and Locked In um, Key Repair. So Vaughn will be in next week. Be our first, uh, I think that's the first series of uh, 2021 because last week was um, we had uh, Jerome Baker the Third on. So. Sean, you ready? Yeah, we ready to go. We ready to rock All and right. roll. Let's go. If you made it this far, you might want to exit left. Because this just got weird. So long. Right time, right place, never felt so raw. Empire pipe kill, can't kill, can't call. Got nothing on me, might be so long. Until the end of next song. Can't watch my tall. That shit I'm on. I messed it up. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Uh. Look him in the eye, top down and wave. Look him in the eye, top down and wave. Look him in the eye, top down and wave. And wave. 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 Uh, and wave. Look him in the eye, top down and wave. And wave. Ah, kill, feel, copper, feel. Did he really do it? Nah, nigga, that's real. Part of my spills, just here for the thrills. Average Joe, light skin, got skills. Ah, pass the joke, I'll get it. Mind if I don't, 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 don't get it. A virtual eyes, yeah, yeah, come with it. A virtual eyes, come, yeah, come with it. Ah. Avert your eyes, yeah, yeah, come with it. So all live, yeah, yeah, come get it. Uh. Come get it. Uh. Yeah. So all live, come get it, yeah. I'm not sure what's really going on here, but I'm more than certain that he's caught his mind. Lost his absolute freaking mind. Yeah. And for the record, it's David Copperfield. You know we'll have a little David bit of fun. Who am I kidding? Who cares? Yeah. Turn, Turn the, the beat, beat up. up. Turn, Turn the beat up. Turn the beat up. Look him in the eye, top down and wave. Yeah, yeah. It's the gap. 
Wait, Sean Xavier. Wait, wait, wait. Here's a question. Wait. What part of the A are you from? 757. Because if this is it. Yeah. I'll be down. In the eye, uh, hands in the sky, uh, we do it all night, uh, we do it all night, uh, we can bend the eye top down and wave, yeah, 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 right, yeah, oh, yeah, that's actually one of my uh, one of my favorite joints off of the off the project. This is the, the energy for that one. Yeah, it's just I can uh, and I listen to your 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 podcast. I mean, uh, I believe you told me I told Dave that it was uh it was all freestyle, right? It was, it was. So yeah, it was. Was I freestyled it? I I did the beat, and uh, I really had to get in the zone because uh, it took a lot of energy, man. Like it's techno. Going to techno clubs when I was young, back when they were um selling bottles of water for like seven dollars like and it wasn't even aquafina it was just some water here's a, here's a good dj you got dj story for superfly so this goes back i was overseas i was in korea again i did a lot of stuff in korea i ain't gonna lie to you um so they had this one uh hip-hop uh club everybody went to it was always packed we went in there so we went to this other joint they had good drinks they had like this little dj setup it was like a, a new mark um, I forget the name. It was like a new market, a digital joint back then. I ain't know nothing about DJing. I ain't gonna lie to you. I barely knew anything about all the technical stuff I knew now. I was 20 years old by then. Um, so we went in, and one of my good friends, uh, Stanette, he was like, "Hey man, can we can he play something on there?" Because they was playing like a little disc player and just playing stuff. I said, "Yeah, I go play some stuff." So I was just doing the mix. I'm, I'm pretty sure my mix was trash, but I was my transitions. I think they were decent, but people started to come in that little club. And they started start pick up, and they was like, "Hey, you can come back." So I was in the military, so we would go out there on Fridays and Saturdays, and I'll just play whatever. That was you know when Genuine was popping, and all that was going on, Timberland's joint, all that you know that joint was mad crazy. So I was playing that stuff. So I'm playing hometown stuff, and then I got really put on the techno, and I end up getting invited to DJ at this club in Seoul. It was a warehouse party, and it was a phone party. I never been to it in my life. So I'm up in the DJ booth. It's like little Asian girls. They got they look like they came straight out of uh, Fast and the Furious. Had a little joint song, and you know I'm drinking, so I'm pretty sure I probably was fucking up that night. But I was the music was going all night. Come to find out, they had laced the uh, phone with acid, so it was a wild night. So, <laughs> mind you, Monday morning I'm back at <laughs> I'm in my commander's office, and because it got found out that we were down there. Um, he would say, look, I, you know, I have no problem with you guys enjoying yourself, but you can't, you can't be involved with that. Cause I think somebody got taken out on a stretcher or something because they had a bad reaction to the acid. Um, but that's why I got introduced, man. We used to go into some shady club. Like think about the worst movie you've seen. They always go into like those Russian or those, uh, what's the, what's the, um, I forget the name of that. Um, uh, some hangover uh, type stuff. Yeah, bro. And it was like blue light and everything, a bunch of smog. Dudes with the head cold back, yeah, they all looked that you know it looked it looked exactly what you think it looked like. And we was in there, me, 
light-skinned black dude and a, black, a short black dude from Texas. But we would be there till like four or five in the morning and they would buy us drinks and we would just party. We were the only two in there too. And I, I came to love it. I'm pretty sure there were some salacious things happening. I saw it from my own eyes. Um, I avoided the black syphilis when I was in there, so I didn't, you know, take part. But uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I love techno stuff, man. It's just I like it. You just don't stand too close to the speaker because it'll throw your your whole heart with them all. Fast. It it definitely had a lot of energy. Not yeah, yeah. And like I would love to see that off of a virtual performance, like in a an actual yeah. like club club where you can hear the the bass thumping and, and the speakers loud and to seeing how people would would rock out to that. Yeah, something in store for that. I got a visual that's actually um, being worked on right now. And uh, that's going to be, I, I have some plans for that. Like, I absolutely love that. So, yeah. Who's going to lead off on me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, so what can we expect on uh, side two? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so on side two, I got a couple of features on it. I got a couple of features on this one. Um, and the reason behind, uh, <laughs> I see in the face, I ain't gonna give it away, Kaleo. I ain't gonna give it away. I ain't gonna give it away. Um, it's a couple of features, but it's a, it's a different vibe. It's a whole different vibe. Um, in my, in my, my first love gonna show up on side two. Like the Sean singing, singing Sean, Sean, like singing Sean, like falsettos and all types of ranges. It happens. <laughs> um, it's going. We we it's going. It's going. It's dope, man. It's uh, I like the feel of it. If if anybody's wondering, go listen to Gorgeous Mind and Mixtape and listen to track eight. Slow it down to give you an idea of what you looking forward to on this. It's it's not gonna be that, but let's let you know what you you know what you're working with when you listen to your boy. Like you know. I'm using these talents. I'm taking my talents all across this uh, here album. Sean, was the plan to basically always have it be like a like a double feature, or did it just end up metamorph? Like you know, it it just came to be that way. Like organically, it became like, hey, I actually have all of this, and it has worked out the way that I wanted it to. I did a double album because Superfly said he don't like double albums. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you, remember, yeah. you remember that conversation? Max. Yeah. <laughs> I have not changed my mind. <laughs> so, so, I, <laughs> so last year, uh, earlier last year, so I did two covers and I did one in the white that you guys see now and then I did a red one too. And I sent it around different people and I might have sent it to some of you guys. I'm not even sure. Um, and I was like, hey, which one you like? And they told me, you know, whichever one they like. And that's the one I went with. And at the same time, I had recorded songs t- as well. But when I tried to put it all together, one album, it just didn't flow. Like the hip hop and everything didn't flow well into like the more down tempo stuff. And it was too big of a transition. Like I didn't want to lose the listener. Um, but then me thinking, I'm like, well, shit, the name of the, the album is XIX, which is not, it's, it looks like XIX is really just two X's with a line between it. That is gives you the two sides of me. So it really doesn't have a name. Like, it's just a finale. That's why you've heard me say it's just a finale. Um, and you've seen me like the hashtag be great. Like, I found that greatness in myself. And in that greatness, I found the confidence to do this the way I wanted to do it. So 
when the other one dropped, the cover is red with a little bit of, you know, um, detail differences on it. And it's going to set up the whole different vibe of it. So when I made that decision to do two sides, CB, to answer your question, that's what happened. I said, you know what? I'm just going to split it because it worked out perfectly. It worked out perfectly. I had already planned it to see what the, um, the two cover art. I was like, oh, okay. All right. There we go. I, um, I forgot to send you this earlier, but you said you, you were ready anyway. Yep. Um, three questions. There's, there's, there's three things. A question we ask everybody mm-hmm. when they come when they come to the show. Yep. And it's their top three. Mm-hmm. Top three movies of all time. Top three albums of all time. Yep. And I remember the night that we did the mashup, and your boys both had Count of Monte Cristo as <laughs> their number one. <laughs> Which was, I mean, I started watching it actually today, actually. So I got to yeah. finish it. But so far, so good. So uh, let's start with your movies. Uh-huh. Because movies are always easier to get through than albums we can, we can pick apart. Yep. The top three. Um, the third one. It's not pretty any particular order. But my I'll just say my, my favorite uh, film of all time is The Last Dragon. That's my favorite film of all time. Um, then... The my other uh film is of course the 1989 uh Tim Burton Batman. Oh yeah, Michael Keaton. Um, and then it's like a three A and three B because these two films I love. Uh, one of them is The Dark Knight. Um, I'm a Batman geek, but the my third film is Blazing Saddles. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> my, my dad put me onto that film. I love man. Listen, that it's film was not. Right? Yeah, Mel, yeah, that yeah. film would not survive today. Would not at all. Like, that would not. <laughs> no, Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor wrote that film, and yeah, that was uh, for, even from the opening scene. Ain't oh, none of that God. going down. Not today, Mm-mm, brother. Everybody getting canceled. Everybody. Especially when the sheriff come riding into town. Ah, yeah. get a. He said, "What's that?" Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, I get a kick from them. The mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. <laughs> So tell me why should it be true that I get a belt out of you? Some get a kick from cocaine. <laughs> that's my that's my shit, bro. Yeah, that's, that's it. It oh past my God. Today. That's my shit, bro. Um oh okay. We have three different ones. What um uh, albums now? All right, so Three albums that I absolutely love. Uh, in third place is going to be um, um, College Dropout. I actually love College Dropout. It's my joint. Mm-hmm. Um, my my second favorite is a Black Album. Uh, Jay Z's Black Album. Okay. Um, and the, which is supposed a, to be another finale album, by the way. But right. go ahead. No, oh man. Um, and then th- they're tied. They're t- they're tied um, at the top. But I'll say I'll just make the one B. Is a night at the opera, Queen, and my number one favorite album. It's no surprise to anybody who knows me is B, Commons B, is my favorite okay. album ever. I listen to that on repeat. The CD I listened it to so much I scratched it. Not fortunately, we streaming it now. So <laughs> <laughs> the hot seat been canceled. Hold on, brother. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Somebody, look. let somebody let me know what's going on. Oh what's man. No, that's all albums I can get. Whatever I've heard, all those, mm-hmm. especially B was the one um, that was all Kanye. 
which was yeah, Kanye. I think they had some Dilla beats on yeah, there too. Dilla was on there too. Dilla was on there. Yeah. And I think it was crazy. Uh, John Legend did some production on there too. Oh, he got credit on there. Yeah. Wow. That uh, that they say song, I believe it is. Yeah. Dope. That was that. Dope, that dope. It just that, that opening bass line is dope. Would you say, uh, Superfly? Yeah, there's Kanye and then and then John Legend on, on the on the hook. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I didn't realize Go was John Mayer. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it now, but like at the point, yeah. I didn't realize that's your man. A track. That's on my the man. End of it, killing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Still can't do that routine. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to Bittersweet? That, when uh, that was the law, one of the lost files with Kanye and John Mayer for the was that the um, not, what was that the uh, dropout? Big registration. That was a that's a dope song. Yeah. Um, John, where can we find you? Plug all, plug all your stuff, brother, because you got a lot going on. We got albums, we got podcasts. It's crazy, right? So shout out to my again, like we're talking about the podcast. Shout out to my brothers, man. Eric, Earl, and Dave, man. They they my guys, bro. I, I appreciate them actually um seeing this vision with me man to getting that that podcast off the ground they was like ready to go from the jump i love working with them every week um you can hear us every thursday on any streaming platform that does podcasts so apple um amazon spotify our heart music um uh buzzsprout um yeah it's gonna be just drop episode 19 when keeping it real goes wrong um it's i love it man i love working with those guys man you can find me um if you have been, you go to SanaiCircleMusic.com. Uh, that's S-E-N-I-H CircleMusic.com. That is my production label website since 2005. I think I was one of the very few back, even back then, who had, everybody had MySpace and stuff like that, at least locally. I went out and I built my first website. Like, and it was all HTML initially. Like I had GoDaddy and like uh, this other host site and all of it. I learned HTML in three days in order to actually get my site up. And I was just, is going and now you know it's, it's easy now you just drag and pull so synopsicalmuse.com sean xavier on instagram facebook um twitter you know i don't know if i'm that interesting of a twitter follower i don't tweet as much as other people do but i find stuff i tweet about football and you know, <laughs> i've seen that I, a few times. yeah yeah i'll be i get i get in my feelings i ain't gonna lie to you i get in my feelings um and then oh you can just google me man that's so cool to still even to this day you can google sean xavier and it pulls up everything about me um bandcamp sean xavier.bandcamp.com that's where like everything is right there bandcamp they will like my first ones get involved with so they have like my whole discography up there everything is on there nice and we can find the album on all streaming platforms correct all three yep now the album is available everywhere right now um it was distributed by united masters um which is pretty dope so you can find it everywhere so go stream it share it um, shout out to my brother. If you got Seon84, that's my little brother, Cedric, man. Um, he's somebody you asked me what I was doing, uh, Superfly. He's he's on my list. Like, I've been waiting to produce an album with him um for a long time. And he and he can sing, man. Listen, bruh. He got we got something special for that. Like, that is, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. And from here. This is where, <laughs> this is where the, too. the show takes a turn a little bit. Uh, we have Is It Just E? And for those who are watching who just uh, not familiar with the Is It Just E segment, this is where E Rich is going to give 
something that's going through his mind, maybe a popular or unpopular opinion. Who knows? It varies from week to week. Um, and also, if you're just joining us and you haven't been throughout the show, uh, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, it'll go a long way. All right, E, what we got? So I, I think I think this is actually going to be a popular opinion to, uh, this week, right? Um, <laughs> in, in keeping in the spirit of, of, of the rap community um, and, and the great show that we've had thus far, uh, I'm just gonna kick game so we can, you know, go ahead and get this started. So I can have Superfly definitely uh, co-sign this. But um, uh, is it just me? And I know it's not just me because I've talked about this before. But uh, I believe that Silk the Shocker is the worst rapper ever. Oh, that's facts. That's if you see my face and you see <laughs> B's reaction, you know that this is a popular opinion. Let me just let me just throw something out there for you. Let me throw something out there. Like parking, like a parking lot with no cars, cell block with no bars, world with no wars, LA with no stars. I'm done. Get it out of here. Hey, Get hold up, though. Watch, watch this, though. Since you're in the West, right? Hey, Blueface is the modern day. Oh, oh, yeah. Real talk. I see you ain't go that way, E. Now, see, now listen, <laughs> I, I kept it. I, you know what? And I should have prefaced it that this is, you know, 90s rappers. You know, that's the worst 90s rapper. And that, listen, the list is actually long because you can like there was some cats that came out that you was like, why? How <laughs> yeah. who who your cousin that lets you get up in the studio, you know, or whatever. But I I every time and I'm a I was a huge no limit fan, right? Every that lineup was crazy until that until Silk started rapping. <laughs> I just wanted to turn the song off. He his energy, like think about this, think about this. You had mystical. You even had you can even have fiend on the track, and then Silk would get on there, and you just be like, "Oh, yeah, X had right." Um, Silk just couldn't find no pocket. There was the, the uh, yeah, hole, yeah. He, he found a pocket. He just had a hole in it. That's all it was. He just had a hole <laughs> in the pocket. That's all. Look, man, my look the, that 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 cat should have just stayed playing basketball. And I'm not trying to downside because look, I'm not a rapper, so I'm not I'm not saying that to to you know whatever. But I'm just saying like he was the one guy that definitely would bring down a feature and it'd be a dope ass beat. Everybody be on their a game, and then he would just have a verse, and you would just be like, I all right, that's I'm done. You feel like he was. You feel like he was just tall for no reason. Like he'd be the guy that you asking for random shit. Like, can you get this off the top shelf? That was like this where he was good at. He was just randomly tall. Like, why are you tall? You ain't playing ball and you rap horribly. Unnecessary, um, unnecessary traits. I don't like it. Wasted height. I, I can't you, stand for that. When you first, <laughs> when you first went into that, uh, I mean, the, another person popped in my mind when you said worst rapper of all time. I mean, hell, let's just. Be honest. Anything that's out now, for the most part, rap-wise, that's b- under thirty, probably trash. But <laughs> the first thing that stood out in my mind no, 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 no. was this line: "Papa Molly, I'm sweating." Woo, nigga, nigga, that nigga. Was nigga. Big, Trinidad bro. James. <laughs> it was just a big oh, song. That song was humongous. Dude, it was. But bro. my God. He's Still getting royalty checks off of that. He joke. really is, right. bro. But like, he you gotta, it. yeah. But I'm, I mean, it I had just, a pocket too. It was on right, beat. right, right. See that, but that's the thing. 
Silk never had a pocket solo. Even like I said, the whole entire lineup of No Limit. I mean, you talking about even the R and B Sons of Funk, and that's that's to show you how how dope of like how like <laughs> I, I was a true <laughs> no Limit fan. Sons of Funk, like all like they were better than him, and they really only had like two cuts that everybody knows to this day. But still, Silk. Yeah, he's he's garbage, man. He's he's garbage. Like that, that there's no way that that should be allowed. And you know, because he's related to P, right? That that was just like that thing. Because how you gonna put him on a track with Mystical and anybody else, which you know is bringing that heat, and it's just like, dang. I don't understand why nobody ain't right for him. Right. Wrap it like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly had forgotten all about Silk. Like literally, he was not anywhere, you know, top of mind at all when it came to thinking about hip hop right now. Like <laughs> I mean, I guess that just goes to show, you know, you know, like maybe maybe he's why no limit isn't, you know, a presence anymore. He was like, you know. The downturn for that who knows shout out to their graphic artists though like their cover art was always dope, though. like it was so dope man like yeah. i want a tank i ain't gonna lie to you i just want a tank <laughs> for no damn reason like i'll just ride through 95 on a tank and just that's all i want you know what i'm saying and they put an album out like every week yeah that's how they got hot right right yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're, that work rate was crazy yeah. Right, but you got look at their lineup though. Their, their lineup at that time was uh big enough to put out an album every week. Even right. hell, Mia X was still hard harder than than Silk the Shocker, and <laughs> and that's not even that's, that's not even a slight disc because she really mm -hmm. can go like she really mm -hmm. was like that. But nah, man, you talking about Fiend when they came out with Tru? Some of the hardest beats came off of that, and Silk would kill to this day. Oh my god, to this day, I can't listen to that whole album without getting frustrated and mad because he's on some songs that I just be like, I can't, I want to stop the song when it's time for him to start rapping. I'm done. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. Real but, quick, no limit of cash money. Cash money. Cash money. Cash money. No I mean, limit uh back when it went in the early. Like Ice Cream yeah, Man yeah. was at 93. I no limit. Do, do you count? Do you count Young Money and Cash Money? I mean, nah, you can. Yeah, well, I mean, I stopped. Yeah, I, I, the the original Cash Money, all that extra stuff was in the way. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you're throwing off Cash Money, I mean, Cash Money, they were. I mean, that's, that's Hot Boys. I mean, all that, that before it even evolved to Young Money. That yeah, that, that lineup. I thought. Yeah, I think all I know was, was, popped first, right? Like they they yeah. popped first yeah. in New Orleans and everything, and that kind of I don't want to say it opened the door necessarily, but you know what what Master P was doing was kind of revolutionary at the time, and you know that's kind of enabled what uh, Slim and Baby were able to do. Yeah, they they with, came with Manny, Fresh, Manny Fresh kind of put they pushed he put uh he he pretty much pushed uh, uh cash money into the forefront you know from his joint there so so yeah all i know was the fruit of the loom stock back in the day you know when they had the hot boys that shit went way up <laughs> that's how i was like dang they always got nothing but white beaters on or whatever they call them now i don't know yep right right yeah uh look at this real quick
And now, mm -hmm. uh, this is the portion where we just transition everything to shoes uh, because that's what we like to do. Uh, we're sneakerheads, and there's always a shoe to talk about. There's always a shoe to show. Um, so yeah, let's uh, start with the cop. Well, hold on for the cop. I just do it for the karate chop. It's the karate chop for me. <laughs> Ever since CB said that, I can't. I gotta watch it now to the karate chop. Right. <laughs> so let's go ahead and cop it or drop it. Yep. Um, so we're starting off the year with the copper drop real bright. Um, got these foam posit pros in a vault colorway, uh, dropping at the end of the month. Um, I think most people, especially if you're familiar with the DMV, you're very familiar with this silhouette right here. Um, you know, this is, is as far as the silhouette goes, uh, the, it, this is iconic, at least as far as the DC area goes, you know, the posits are, these joints are crazy. Um, the colorway obviously is super bright. It's basically all volt. Um, the thing that always got me about phones was how, even back in the day, how expensive they were just like with their retail price. Cause these joints are going for like two thirty retail. Um, but I will not be surprised if they sell out. So, you know, um, I love phones, but they don't really work in my, uh, like my style and stuff. So I wouldn't be copying them to wear them. Um, but these would be a potential flip for me if, you know, if it was something that I felt so, so strongly about. Uh, yeah, I'm copying all day. <laughs> Phones are heavily in a DC thing, um, but that colorway, I mean, me, you know, we uh, that Volt colorway ever since it kind of popped on the scene with things. We hell, we had a we played for a football team, um, our colorway was like Volt and black, like the two of the dopest things you could pair together. Um, so I, but the, these are a re release, right? Because then they they come out years ago with a kind of a voltish colorway, it's very similar to one of the OG that was called voltage, I think was the original colorway. So it's not an exact like replica of it, but mm -hmm. it definitely has that in its DNA for sure. All right. E? Uh, these are a, a cop and flip to anybody on the, in the DMV area to get <laughs> off my hands for it's definitely some extra. Um, I, I think because I got the, uh, the uh, the vault fives that uh I, I gotta leave it at that silhouette compared to these uh and and again you know i don't know how many years later i'm still trying to break in my damn uh phone posits the the army fatigue joint so I, i'm good <laughs> yeah it's a drop for me i'm not uh uh that's too much vault i like the the reverse like the paranormals or something like that like okay. that would be mm -hmm. more my vibe um, I never really owned any phone posits though. I always, my I wear fourteen, so them joints would look crazy. 
if I have that confidence. <laughs> I just gotta, Walking around with like two uh like armored vehicles on your yeah. feet. Right. In black it wouldn't be a big deal, as big of a deal, but them joints in Bolt and a 14 would be crazy. So I, right. I gotta drive it. Oh. Right. I'm gonna tell you right now, just off the off the strength that I'm light skinned. I can't wear those, bro. <laughs> I can't. I'm already bright as shit as it is. Can you imagine seeing me in that right there? I'm gonna get beat up, and I'm 40 years old for that. No, I, I can't. I can't. No, it's just, just a, like, and I've liked some bright colors, but like that there now. If you're wearing a golf shoe, I don't know because I play golf. You know, but uh, no. Nah, It'd be dope if they gave him like the tennis tennis ball. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. Kind of Fell into it. That'd be kind of cool, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sean, since you are the guest of honor, are you gonna you wanna go first or you wanna go last? No, I go first, it's cool. He's cool. Okay. I, you know, I go, you know, ain't no point going last because I'm not competing against nothing that C V has. So I'm gonna get mine out the way and call it. <laughs> I, I, I know y'all well enough to know. I'm not what? So what we got is is so what we got Puma's out. Puma's out right here. Um you have the ignite flash Evo nits. I got them in multiple colorways. Actually, on episode 32, I wore like the Easter egg ones. So these ones, as you can see them, green joints. I only wore them a couple of times. They're very, very comfortable, very lightweight. Uh, yep. they're, they're, yep. really, they're really good um, uh, trainer shoe, a big gym guy there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not something you would wear every day. But like if you do a lot, like a lot of squatting and stuff like that, there's not a bunch of uh, art support, which if you squatting and CB knows this, you want something as closest to the floor as possible. Flat, you know, flat foot guy. So uh, I'm not flat foot, but I just I like how light they are. And they, they're that that almost that army green color, which I'm an army guy. So, yeah, I got the, I got these in a, in a few colors. So, yeah. Oh, so, OK. Now I'm busting out anything too crazy. Nothing too crazy, nothing too crazy, but these, um, I want to say these dropped on sneakers and I didn't get them, but then they restocked shout out to soul links. Um, hey. <laughs> and so had the silhouette on, you know, the show so many times and will continue to have it on here forever and ever. Uh, but we got another air max one. These are the mystic date. Air Max ones. Um, these are the premium joints, so they're leather. So that means they got the mini swoosh on there, which you know I'm all about. That the color is dope because it's kind of like a uh, like a maroon, kind of like a dark, like brown purple type it color. Like it looks like a uh, kinda like it, it's got some of those vibes to it, and you know, oh. y'all know me. I love the Air Max one, so can't go wrong. Was happy I was able to um, get these on the rebound uh, because definitely missed out on. Missed out on them the uh, the first time around, so uh, glad to have these in hand. Yeah, oh, thing oh, flexing oh. on the gram, we had like like all yeah. the flavors out there, right? <laughs> yeah, he was hey. like, I, I still ain't got nothing to wear. I'm like, shit. Yeah. 
Tell them what I, what I sent you. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to, you know, not you do, that? do, no. not do I'll anything. go while you try to find it. There you go. All right. So speaking of Soul Links, um, we, uh, this is a pair I, I missed in 2020. But 2021 started pretty good. And um, I just love this series. I love the human maids, Nego and Pharrell. Um, it's a green, Pretty fly. green colorway. Uh, it comes with just one set of laces, nothing, nothing crazy, but it's got the boots. But yeah, that if you look at that, how high that the um, ankle tab, the tab is on the back. Yeah, heart, and then yeah, nothing. Say nothing special. It wouldn't stand out to you. if you saw this. You'd be like, some people say it's an ugly shoe. The colors off. That's ugly, but again, it's the, the whole. I, I love the collection. This, this is just one of the plainer colorways. They have a crazier colorway, a couple of them out that they did, but the whole Nico and Pharrell, um, human made collab is just, just dope. Yeah, did but, you find it? Yeah, you, <laughs> you're like, you know, either you have an Air Max One problem or you have five Asians over there that think just like you. And it's funny because I only have two Asians over here um, that think just like me. Uh, but one of them, me and him, do share a shoe size. So it makes it easier. Um, and, right. Let me set know. it up because the picture was of five shoes at like a doorway. Right. right. And anybody yeah. like in an Asian household or a Pacific Islander household, all the shoes are left at the, at the door. That's one of my favorite, one of my favorite jokes, um, had to do with like, uh, people like, yo, Asian house, like, is that like, uh, is that like a type of music? Is that like techno? And I was like, nah, dog, that means you got to take your shoes off when you come in. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that shit's real in the Asian household, you know. Let's go. Wow. All right. Something, something a little light. Uh, I remember I copped these, and uh, Cleo was upset that I that I got them. And I don't hate to see other people out there living his dream. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you ever copped them. So, I'm, you know, old school. They were, you know, retro. Oh, with the oh man, the card. Oh wow. Fish. Going with the fifteenth. Yeah, that's. That whole rollout of that of that fifteen was dope. With the, the Mary J. Blige overjoyed in the commercial, mm -hmm. Mike in the ring. I remember that. Yeah, that was a dope shoot. I had the copper pair. Uh, that yeah. I and I remember. I think, and I, I think I was at Morgan when they when they uh, did the when they retroed them, and I went up to the uh, I think it was White Marsh Mall, thinking it was gonna be a line outside, and was <laughs> and I was like. All right, cool. You know, this is when you were still copping the shoes and like getting a pair of shorts and, and maybe a shirt that goes with it that, that uh -huh. came out with that whole line. So, mm -hmm. uh, real quick, we got these. These are sent in by the storyteller. Um, these are his, his son's shoes. They are the Nike Benzy casual boots. These are inside the camera. Yeah, them joints. Uh, I had never seen them until he sent these to me and I did some research on them. These things are dope. Like, look at the. I didn't get a good picture of the, of the sole, but oh, it's got like kind of um, almost like yeah, the Mohawk sole. Yeah, my, it just looks super. My nephew dope. got good taste. I like it. I like it. 
Yeah, them joints are, them joints are hit. So, um, but as we get ready to uh, part ways for the week, I want to thank Mr. Sean Xavier Appreciate for joining you. us for our concert series. Appreciate you. And um, if you haven't listened to the album yet or any of his projects, again, they're on all streaming platforms. Um, tell them again one more time where we can find your project, Sean. Uh, you can find it everywhere from Apple to Tidal to Amazon Music to I forget, Spotify uh, on Bandcamp, seanxavian.bandcamp.com. Um, and if you can't remember nothing that, just Google Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Xavian, X-A-V-I-E-N, and it'll pull up me and just select whatever you're interested in. Now, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not just, we're not going to just let you leave like that. Um, because they're off this new project. Again, for those who haven't seen, there's uh, that's the, that's the, the cover, uh, cover right there. Pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a special track on there that's near and dear to my heart. <laughs> uh, I heard a storyteller. Uh, talking about it on last week's episode. Um, I know the beautiful was his, and he gave uh, the next one, uh, you know, kind of a, a runner's up. But and I understand, you know, it's it's preferential. <laughs> so now I get to tell my side of the story. Um, and the reason why we want the, the title of the show is another time. So the last track on the album is called Another Time. Um, I don't know how long it took you to write it. But all I know is Sean. We and him are talking. And he was telling me that he was ready to ride off into the sunset. This was it. And so I had already been working on some things. And I was in a, I was in a groove in a pocket of, of things I was working on. And first thing I thought was, you know what? Yeah, I feel like um, Pharrell and Fade to Black is like, there's no way you're going to call this the final album. I'm not going to get my shit off. That's exactly so, what he said, too. That's exactly, exactly, what, he exactly what he said. I love them. I love Pharrell. That's not um, what you said. <laughs> you go back and read the text. It's almost like, um, yeah, I just picture you riding off into the sunset with the with top down, sun's getting ready to fade, maybe through the desert or something like that. And this is what's playing. So, go ahead, Sean. Yep. So, you gave me that. So, like, if you didn't already know, if you got to catch my vibe, I love golf. So, I heard this and I just pictured not, not quite riding off to the sunset. I've, I imagine myself in a golf cart just riding up. And down like the golf, uh, the only the, the golf cart track, and um, you know it's really just vibing out. So what I'm gonna do, and I'm I'm gonna pull my my best. I don't know if you guys remember a few years. Well, in his earlier stages, Drake was on I forgot whatever show, and he was rapping there. He had pulled out his BlackBerry. Um, he ran through right. So I ain't no BlackBerry. I got an iPhone, but I want to make sure that I do this track justice. I ain't missing no words, nothing like that. <laughs> um, it may be frowned upon in a hip hop community, but damn it, I've been doing it for 15 years. And, and at this point I feel like I could do what I want. So, there you go. Um, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do another time. And um, I love this. I love this track. I love this track. Everybody who's heard it, like they said, they love this instrument. I fell in love with the instrumental since you sent it to me. And it took me when you, when you sent it to me, I listened to it a couple of times. It's catch a vibe. It took me about 20 minutes to write it. Dead ass. 20 minutes to write it and then I went and recorded it and I recorded it all in one take. So on the track, it's not even a breakup in the thing. I, I recorded the verse, then the hook, then the verse, all on one sweeping track. That was it. So oh. yeah, I just had to double up on the course, but whatever. But yeah, this is it. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, man. Uh, this is another time off the album. It's the finale, man. It's the finale. So let's go.
produced by Kaleo. Yeah. Sean Xavier. So I had to go out my own way. So, yeah. Yeah. The truest story been told. Trade the mic for a 918 on the go. Monte Cristo in the right. FJ on my soul. Hit the greens like his Christmas wrapped in holiday blow. Johnny Depp with you know. Underrated, celebrated since the open is go. Dedicated, animated, dirty socks on the flow. From the gardens I was destined to grow. Raising up for the homies who got left in the dough. My suit and ties used to put on the show. Last dragon, I was finding my glow. They asked me, how did you know? I found it lost in my flow. You the path to a beat by Kaleo. I, I just want to be me. I'll be the life for a space that's free. So I'll see you another time. Yeah, another time. I just want to be me. I paid a lot for a space that's free. So I'll see you another time. Yeah, I'm still breaking the mold. Light skinned boy wonder, that's my heart and my soul. Two stepping in the future since the back thing got old. Glory, glory that I've fallen, I fold. From what I've been told, life is simple like the beauty and bold. Turn the corner on the draw, then it rolls to a fairway flag in the back. Anticipating the air raid, sailing to the left. The next shot's the best play. Yeah. I've enjoyed the ride. Every 15 years. I just want to be me. Yeah. I paid a lot for a space that's free. So I'll see you another time. Yeah, another time. This is the end of side one. Side two is coming in February.